This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Valeria interviews Juliana Quijano. Juliana Quijano plays many roles in this life as a multidimensional, empathic being, a mother, a wife, a woman of many nationalities, and a transformational guide who lovingly assists and empowers others emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. She incorporates various tools, tips, and techniques that organically guide individuals to reascend their consciousness and support their inner landscape to awareness. Her transformational techniques reawaken our natural abilities to sensate and integrate energies and emotions in soft, gentle frequencies. Juliana embodies a love for nature that is creatively integrated in her transformations. She considers her sessions to be experiential, bringing about a playful, lighthearted energy in intimate, supportive group and private settings. The entire experience is filled with curiosity and joy as she guides individuals to discover deeper breath, existence, consciousness, and the reemergence of our true divine essence. Juliana's offerings nurture the whole being with self-love and a compassionate heart-core essence. She openly shares her challenges and obstacles in childhood and adulthood that ultimately led to her unique gifts of transformation. For more than 20 years, Juliana has been exploring the infinite potentials of the metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic health industries. She is rediscovering the art and magic of shamanism, angelic energy healing, crystals, DNA and cellular reprogramming, light language, Reiki, yoga, meditation, and more. She chooses to observe life with a wide-open, compassionate heart and expansive awareness. Juliana's highest intent is to transform and reintegrate the purest version of consciousness while energetically balancing and harmonizing life in its infinite flow for all. To learn more about Juliana and her work, please visit julianaquijano.com. Here is the interview with Juliana Quijano. words. Who is Juliana Quijano? Juliana Quijano, I don't really identify with labels and names. She is beyond labels and names. 
She is a spirit. She is a consciousness. She is the experience beyond the soul. She is the essence of energy, of chi, of light and dark in oneness. She is the allness of the infinite source energy from within. Thank you for that um, inspiring answer. Mm -hmm. What is life to you, Juliana? Life is an exploration of the divine intelligence and creation of existence. And it life in this reality has multiple layers and it is vast and it's a fun, playful uh, voyage and journey into the parts of the divine intelligence that each and every one of us is. And it, it's moving from a separation into oneness in our reality in this now moment. And you can feel it everywhere. So life is everything. Yes. And all at the same time. <laughs> it's everything and nothing. Yes. We are everything and nothing. That's what I've been exploring lately. Nice. You know, the everything and nothing. Is the paradox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. True. And um, what do you think is the opposite of life? Life is not fear. Life is not judgment. Life is not Life is not our pains. Life is not the sorrow. For life is the existence of love on the deepest essence of what that truly means. And since you mentioned the word love, I have to ask you the question, what is love to you? I simplify just about everything because the universe is simple. It's not complex, yet there's complexity within the simplicity. So love to me is my whole entire existence. It is my relationships. It is my wide open heart in all of my experiences with earth. Love is my DNA. Love is my my internal organs. Love is every experience that I have. And for me to be able to ride the wave of love is a, a, a deeper understanding that many individuals are now seeking out and wanting and desiring. But it's, it's beyond the desire. It's us just existing within existence. And that is love, accepting everything for what it is. There is no good. There is no bad. It's existence. It is the truth of our consciousness. And it is the divine awareness of why are we are here to remember that we are from that spark, that pulse, that wave of of divine intelligence that is beyond the known, that's, that's what love is. In one of your blog posts, you wrote, In a constant stream of awakenings, I am delightfully shape 
shifting in one place, then another place, everywhere. So that word awakening, when we hear the word, I hear that a lot, awakening, and now with an S. So my question is, is awakening actually a stream of awakenings? It is a stream of moment-to-moment awakenings and multiple multiple realities all combined into timeless no time existence where all of our energies and all of our life experiences become one and we become aware of the moment to moment in our language as humans, we have limitations there. There are limitations in our words to actually describe the actual divine intelligence. So we utter the words that best evolve that for us in our consciousness. But my best description for what an, the so-called quote-unquote awakening that is being presented to us now is that now moment of the oneness of realizing that you are everything, you are everyone, you are everywhere, you are your surroundings, you are your realities that you see with your family, you are the existence of the oceans, you are the existence of the trees, it's in your DNA. And it's a matter of us tapping in and playing. I say the word play because, you know, that that, that's the concept that some of us have forgotten to do, is that life is a playground. And we just need to remember that. And that's the awakening, is that, oh, I am here to be a conscious being, to just be a sentient feeling sensational being to have all my cells awake to every experience. Yeah, that resonates a lot. Uh, Playfulness. I'm wondering what gets in the way. Would you say fear? Fear is only a small particle of it. I believe that we've come here to play the quote-unquote illusion of the game of life in that we are separated and that we're playing this duality in in that we are not a part of the light, but yet we are. We are the light, we are the dark, we are both. And there's been a judgment of what's good or bad, but really we we are, there's a component of us that already knows all of what I'm I'm saying. And when I say this, it will resonate with those individuals who are already on that that cusp of of awareness of wow yes that i just needed to have that resonate in my field my energy field that invisible field and come into my inner quiet and there it is so all i'm saying is the words that that creation source that inner spark and pulse of being has already existed within us. So you and I having a conversation is just 
us talking to each other as an experience. Right. This idea of being in the moment. So we call it the now. Can you tell me what it feels like when we are in the now? When we're in the now, it feels like you are in a vast pool of openness and expansion that all of your physical body is at its lightest, brightest, softest, energetic flow. And it just, there's a moment of quiet and stillness where you exist beyond the human body. You are expanded beyond the human energy. And you co coexist with this energy of the unknown. And there are so many infinite possibilities in that, that the present. Right here, this now moment that we are feeling together, there's infinite possibilities here. And it's on the, it's on the edge of kind of in between a form and formlessness of the edge of knowing and not knowing. And, and for some people, that's really scary. But if you actually explore it with uh, fun and playfulness in your imagination, it's really not a place of something to have fear. It's, it's really a place of, of you exploring that deeper magic and treasure within you and walking the now moment, walking the talk of the now moment, walking and being guided throughout every moment of just following the breadcrumbs, so to speak, you know, of uh, just being guided by that ocean wave as if you were a surfer riding it very, very easily. That's what the now moment is, full of possibility. Mm. Do you connect intuition to imagination? Yes. Intuition and imagination, definitely. Intuition to me is all my senses being awake. Intuition to me is my clairvoyance, the ability to see, feel, hear, sense, and know with that, that higher essence of, of my being. And me, as the human linear side that I learned before, kind of stepping aside and or transforming and shifting within that and allowing and letting those sensory abilities, those heightened sensory abilities to just energetically come into me as if it's, it's like a, a, a wave. It's just like a gentle breeze. And sometimes that happens if I'm sitting outside and I intuitively connect and I'm in my space of imagination. It's where all the realities are presented to me as a co-creator here on this earth of, wow, I can create just about anything if I really put my intuition and imagination to it. So they're interchangeable. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Great to know. Yeah. Thank you for your answer. And another question about intuition is, how do we know when we are 
listening to that voice of the intuition, what are the qualities that we are looking for? Well, first of all, it's moving into your deepest infinite center. And that's, you know, at the core of the, the heart, the core beyond the actual physical heart, but into the antimatter, into the formless heart of hearts. I call it the heart of hearts because I have very few words of what this inner source is. It, it's, it's a matter of us letting go and or freeing ourselves of any attainment of any preconceived notions of any of our limiting beliefs and or perceptions which we have picked up along the way from our cultures, our society, and people in our lives that may have contributed to a less expanded way of living and coming into our natural organic abilities, which are to be intuitive, to be expressive, and to not hide under the rug or in the closet with all of our expression, but to be fully expressive of what we want on a very magnetic, electric energy of love meaning so open with with our abilities that and there's so many layers to what love really is it's not just one dimensional it's multi-dimensional and we get to explore that and so yes that that's where it's going with that another question i have about intuition and imagination is the relationship with them, intuition, imagination, and dreams. Are they all the same in a way, Juliana? I believe that they do stem from the same source. And nothing is separated into their little boxes. Right. If I really wanted to bring in my, my intuition into my dreams, which I do often, I have very vivid dreams. Those vivid dreams can take me into something that is very comfortable to something that my human side feels that is not so comfortable. That's just because of what I have been given in other experiences. And so what I do with my my dreams before I go to sleep and when I wake up is I give gratitude and I bless my dreams and I allow myself to energetically feel the most expanded that I can be and ask for the highest version of my dreams to to be present with me while I while I sleep and when I wake up and sometimes I am very vivid in seeing those dreams and sometimes not. But what I do is I clear all attachments to those dreams because they are are just there to move through me, not for me to hold on to and to wind up inside of me. They are just there to to flow and uh, remind me sometimes where I'm holding 
or sometimes where I'm very open. So it, it's just again another another reality that I'm playing with my intuition. And when I was little, I used to be very, very scared of those dreams because they were very vivid to me. And as I got older and I began the practice of going inward and practicing more uh, methodologies to enhance the love within me, then I began to have this acceptance of what it is and those dreams began to dissipate and just kind of float away out of my consciousness of my mind. And then my mind became calmer and each and every day it becomes calmer and my dreams shift rapidly when I do that. So the awareness side of, you know, being aware of your intuition and each and every time that you feel every, basically everything is an intuitive process. You know, even, you know, when you do your, what, you know, your daily routine, that, that can be a completely guided intuitive process. So true. Yeah. For some reason came to mind this, uh, watching television, TV, does it get in the way of working on our intuition? It can sometimes if we're not fully present. I don't know if you know of Dr. Hugh Lin with the whole Pono Pono prayer of, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you and thank you, which uh, is another methodology in clearing your subconscious and moving into non-attachment. He actually had a, a way of sitting in front of the TV and being very present with his consciousness and his, his body and blessing each and every program that he could on the screen and sitting there for hours. That was part of his practice. I do not condone uh, there's a lot of programs out there that I do not want to have in my own particular reality and if I'm in it I will go right through uh, my meditative transformational process of watching it with full presence as much as I possibly can and that's how we all really should uh, take the manner of watching tv because the more i became conscious the less i wanted to watch tv it's just it's not really going to become a question uh, as as your consciousness shifts your questions um also shift and so tv and some of the things in the reality of the tv are um not going to match who you are as an individual so you're not going to want to spend your time um, sitting in front of the TV. I actually do not watch a lot of TV, but when I do with my, my children and, and my life partner, um, we watch actual programs that we in, as individuals are interested in. That's how I play with the programming of TV. It makes so much sense what you're saying. So as we shift then our focus will also shift. Yes. Definitely. Talk to me for a moment about the work you do as a transformational guide. 
transformational guide at this point in my offerings, and I say offerings because I'm offering it to the world at large, and they're really soul-given, intuitively guided, loving gifts of assisting others to find harmony, balance, and flow in their lives so that they do not feel this guttural ache that is happening within their bodies that some people express to me. Like it's like my body aches because, you know, I'm at a energy or frequency that doesn't feel good. So I assist each and every individual as best as I can. And this constantly shifts for me of getting them more awakened and in tuned, first of all, with the mastery and effortlessness of the breath. Because if they can come into that eternal breath, and I say eternal because it's timeless, it's endless, it, it's a constant for us. We breathe when in their first uh, moments at birth, and we breathe until our last, you know, time here in our bodies. And I really emphasize uh, breathing technique in a soft, gentle way. And then when I feel that individuals have a sense of becoming more relaxed and open to their existence from a deep inner place within them, breathing all the way into their cellular makeup, then I incorporate a transformation. And that transformation consists of them feeling and learning how to be sensory beings again. Sometimes people are really numb to feeling their emotions or feeling what it's like to feel inside their liver or feeling into their nervous system or feeling into their deepest essence of their heart. There's a lot of borders and boundaries and walls that we put up along the way. So it's a matter of incorporating the breathing in gentle ways to guide them to look, see, feel, hear, whatever intuition is guided within them to, to recognize their inner callings on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. And even, you know, that, that personality starts to shift and they become, you know, they like to smile after sessions. I see people smiling a lot more. And it's like the whole energy terrain from within shifts. And it's such a beautiful, guided, uh, subtle Sometimes it's very subtle and sometimes it's really big. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be like a big explosion of fireworks inside. Most of the time it's pretty gentle and little baby steps depending on what you've experienced in life and what we are exploring on our journeys together. So I guide people. That's why I say guide because... I'm not doing the work. I'm empowering you to, to assist on the journey of looking within. 
So that's basically what I do. And I love the gentle approach. We need more of that. <laughs> that's the yin energy of it, the yin energy being the, uh, the energy of creation. And then, you know, the yang energy, which coexists with the yin, being that of manifestation of that creation. Mm. I'm, in my case, I'm attracted a lot more to the gentleness part of uh-huh. the process than, you know, seeing the manifestation of whatever that is. So for some reason, I'm more interested in the process of something becoming something or manifesting at the end of destination. That's the coexistence of light and dark and, and night and day and female and male, you know, masculine, feminine, all those coexisting together. One cannot live without the other. We must have the balance of both. And that's really what's happening in our, our world right now. We're bringing back balance and letting energies that have been around that are not creating balance to unwind and unfold as they will naturally. And speaking of that, female, male energies, uh, let me ask you two questions that relate to being a female in a human body. What do you love most about being a woman? What I love most about being a woman, I have not really, mm, let me think about that for a minute. Give me a second to energetically feel that with, the, with your audience. What does it mean for me to be a female? For me to be a female means I am here to bring in more of that softness. For me to be a female means I am here to, I want to say the word empower, the female energies to be more resilient, to be brighter and lighter, and to allow the unfolding of, the beauty of creation, what we just spoke about, the yin energies to become more of what they originally are meant to be here for. And that is to really take back the calling of our authenticity of true divinity. And what that means is Becoming the identity of God, creator, source, whatever you want to identify and label it as, but that unknown allness and oneness of energy that is in within each and every female. Um, I, I love the actual physicality and the softness of being a female and and being able to express that so gently and and the softness of of the the voice that comes in and noticing the difference in tonality of the voice and also having the ability to be pregnant i you know i have two children and the ability to create something from inside of us is such an overwhelming and yet awesome experience that it is just, it's beyond words. It's very 
I, I can't find a word for it, but it comes from a deep place in my heart of knowing that something, some other divine intelligence within is within me creating this being. And, you know, it, it, it's not just me, you know, and it's not just my my life partner and I coming together and genetically creating this being. It's not that. It's beyond that. It's a a being of given life that is gifted with this consciousness that is growing and building inside of you like bloss like a blossoming lotus flower of you know all the petals thousands of petals that begin to grow and you can feel every single motion and movement inside your own personal nervous system of this this being being created inside of you and in hindsight we have forgotten about what it is to really create Oh yeah, sure. We're we are here to procreate, but it's it's a much bigger thing. You know, sexuality is there's much more to it. it it's about bringing the feminine and masculine together to create another being, and that is like magic, a magic that I can't ex- explain. And it is not in science. It's not in any of our books in in history. It, it's just something that you feel inside. And I was um, blessed enough, you know, that was one of my callings here as a woman was to be, to give birth to two very um, beautiful children. Hey, it is magical. Yeah, I love that word, magic. Right. And my other question is about freedom. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? Freedom is when you have full acceptance of who you are and no attachments to any part of your life, but just allowing life to be coexisting and co-creating with you. That is freedom. When you can just explore the physical body, this human vehicle that we have, available to us with no attachments to the material world, no attachment to any being in your life and allowing them to be guided by what the universe is and and what the universe has given them. And when we really come to that place, that is just true freedom. And that's a bigger expression of what freedom is. And some of us might be saying to ourselves, well, wow, that's like, I don't know if I can do that. Especially (laughs) as a mother. Yes, let all of that go. And that's something I continuously transform and shift every experience with my, my own children and my life partner. Because here I am in quarantine with these uh, three other individuals and we are here together as one yet we are not one because there is no attachments to them how can I become free in that consciousness knowing that they are part of the same yet I am here to be me wholly and fully without the attachments of others wow 
that might be a practice for the rest of our lives, right, Juliana? The rest of our lives. The rest of our lives. Yes. Do you believe in unconditional self-love? Yes. I phrase it a little bit differently, but because I resonate with um, more like self-pure love. Mm. For some reason, the word, the pure, right now in my existence, has been a word that I am play, playing with because when I say that word, I actually get elevated. Pure, pure heart, pure love. It just, there's nothing else that you can. So I play with words a lot when I write or when I speak with others. And we also play with words with my clients. Okay, let's play with this word unconditional. What does that mean? Well, I still have condition in the word condition. So how can we move beyond the word unconditional into something that is of, of different resonance. What, what else can we play with? So for me right now, pure self-love resonates in, in, a, in a, just a, a different uh, vibration that feels more expansive to me and opens up something in my consciousness like I'm going through a wall and seeing the other side of it in, in a different way. What does pure self-love or unconditional pure self-love look like to you? Pure self-love is that place where there's no time or no space, where my consciousness becomes so elevated, where I'm seeing with new eyes and I'm feeling a new space in my physical body and my emotions get very quiet. It's a place where I create from, where I can, where I like to create because there's so many possibilities there. And it's just so beautiful. It's like the birds giving birth at springtime. They, they don't, the baby birds don't really know much, but they're so pure in their in their consciousness, it's they haven't been conditioned with any habits or formations. Their eyes that they're seeing with are so pure. It, it, there's there's nothing, no veils. When I go to that place energetically in my physical body, it really brings such a smile, not just to my face, but every particle inside of me begins to smile. And then my next response is laughing. <laughs> yeah. And and then I just want to go and, and play and, and do something really mm-hmm. creative. And so when I write my stories, that's the place that I, I like to write from. So I don't write often, but it's when I get that, that a moment of pure self-love inspiration that I, I go into writing wow. because that that I know is the place that is unconditioned by society that uh, has not been fully expressed on paper. So when I write, I go out of the box. I go completely... 360 <laughs> as much as I possibly can to get people 
to open up because that that's how we must you know look at this game is whatever i know i must put aside and allow myself to know something different than what i already that's how we're going to elevate ourselves in our consciousness mm. and that's how you became a writer through this inspiration that is, i i think i believe that i've always been a writer um it has slowly evolved from a place of personal journaling for for years to finally saying okay i'm going to slowly share this with the world when i feel that you know it's ready so my work is basically like little pieces of artwork that you know like a quilted artwork of patches that i put together and it's ever evolving So it's not like one page can always follow the next. It doesn't have to always be that way. But yet all of it comes together kind of like a dance. It just, all of it becomes each other. They dance with each other. And so that's how I like to write if in a playful way that explores something beyond what we may have known writing to always be. You know, I don't write in in the same um, format that I learned in school, and I do that on purpose. Right. It opens that. something else in the brain and the mind to explore another way of speaking. Yeah, yeah. The words that you choose to use, they are inspiring. Yeah, the heart opens, and yeah, it creates that space for exploration. Absolutely. Would you like to add anything that I didn't cover with my previous questions, Juliana? I believe that it's important for individuals to let go of what we are seeing, feeling, hearing from others and take your own journey on the inside alone to be in your personal treasure landscape within and discover who you really are from that perspective rather than doing it from other people's point of view and get to know who you are and unleash your own personal self pure love in that way mm. yeah that's a beautiful message and a wonderful vision <laughs> Yeah. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you these days? Years ago, before I began my transformation and during my transformation, success to me was the bigger house you have, the more material items you have, the more money you are, the more money you have in the bank. That used to be a concept of success that was given to me by family, friends, teachers, TV, society. And throughout my whole life, that never resonated with me, ever. And I didn't know why. And I just thought that, okay, I'm just an oddball and I don't fit in. And it wasn't until I began going inside by myself, and it wasn't comfortable at first, but 
I did it anyways. I found those ounces and specks of courage to go deeper and deeper and deeper and unravel those layers that were not me and discover who I truly was and what matters to me. And what matters to me in life is my happiness. It's as simple as that. If I am happy, I can go about my day and live it in my most openness and expansiveness. If I have laughter in my life, I can go about my day and be with my children and have that great experience that I know that my essence wants to have. And if I'm with inner peace with myself, you know, it, we might have heard these words over and over before, like regurgitated, but it really is, you know, the truth and authenticity of who we are. And we cannot escape that. It's just our natural way of being. And when we realize that, then, you know, you can let go of all the complexity that is being masterminded by some other formula and ingredient that really isn't you. You are here to be that uniqueness. And I used to shy away from my gifts. And now it's like, oh, my goodness, are you kidding me? I can't live without them. You know, so it's like, that's what makes me happy. Just being my unique self makes me happy. And but that that takes practice if we're not used to it, because we have to completely make a 360 degree transformation or at least for some of us, at least for me, I did. And that was in every area of my life. So happiness and inner peace is, is really, really that invaluable, priceless gifts. Thank you, Juliana, for your profound and true wisdom. <laughs> yeah, we need to hear more of these definition of success, and that's why I ask the question. So I have three more questions for you. What is another word for healing? Mm, another word for healing is, I have so many words for them, cleaning, as if you're cleaning your inner windows to transparency as if you're calming down a storm within you. Harmony is another word for healing for me. And um, when you are in complete harmonic resonance with your universe, that is healing. Healing is coming into complete balance in your internal and external surroundings. Healing is Noticing when you, before you had a thought that bothered you, that no longer bothers you, that you just kind of allow yourself to look at it with more curiosity. That's healing. Healing is also feeling comfortable living fully in your heart, the heart of hearts, not the physical heart, but the inner the inner energetic heart beyond the physical that coexists with the physical. That's healing. Healing is the, on a broader spectrum, having an awareness of something that traumatized you in your past and forgiving it 
in this now moment, that's healing. I've had a lot of traumas coming into this planet as a, as a child. And so I had a lot of quote unquote healing and or cleaning or becoming pure again um, to do on my journeys. And that took a journey of stepping on that road alone. Although, yes, I had words of guidance and some energetic guidance along the way, too. But none of them are going to assist you more than you will on your journeys to healing. None of them. You must go on that journey alone. You must do it through some resilience within you. You must find that resilience. You must um, bring it into play in your life. And that's why I, I do these journeys so gently is because it doesn't, we don't have to do it in with push. We don't have to do it with harshness of, you know, remembering all those, those traumatic um, or abusive or painful times we don't have to remember it in that way what if it was had an ounce of you know exploration and curiosity to that of oh look at that I've been holding energy in my heart for who knows how long for this situation okay yes I'm going to feel you know all my emotions maybe it is painful for a little while but then we must cross the rainbow bridge and go to the other side. Eventually, we must do that. And some people might be in that middle zone of, of not wanting to cross that bridge. Change is ever, it's being ever composed, forever composed within us. You know, every environment, we, we must know that we are change. We must be that change as a famous guru had said we are the change be the change you want to see in the world and as i add see feel hear sense and believe that you are yeah i love the way you uh, bring these words together uh, healing and doing it with gentleness also with a sense of exploration and why not playfulness i love that juliana because we think it, it is hard work, but doesn't have to be serious and harsh. And believe me, I, oh my goodness, believe me for years, I went through that journey. And it was just, I would keep hitting a wall. I'm constantly hitting a wall and I'm not getting through because I'm doing it with all my walls and barriers still up. So I had to learn, okay, I got to open up. And some people would say the word surrender. Yeah. yeah, I'm not always certain that surrender is the word. Allowing, I mm. think, is a more empowering way of saying it. Yeah, allowing. Mm. Why you don't use the word surrender and uh, you choose to use allowing? What is the difference, really? Well, because it, it's a point of empowerment for my consciousness. Yeah. For me personally, I had found that Surrendering has a lot of uh, hype to it. There's a lot of labeling to it. We do a lot of surrendering. Surrendering um, is uh, comes from you know particular places in our history. Sometimes I hear it from religious aspects of our history and surrendering the 
to the soul to mm-hmm. some other animal. That, that's really not it. We, <laughs> we are the creators of our own reality. And I, I choose to use allowing and letting in and through because as my consciousness becomes more elevated and heightened, I, I realize that there are certain words that in our history that we must first of all forgive and transform and shift into higher more elevated energies that resemble oneness and to me sometimes when i say the word surrender it's not always in that timeless quantum field it triggers individuals consciousness of you know surrendering something that is quote-unquote bad so there's a lot of connotations with that actual word in our society. So I, this is why I play with words, because it assists individuals in helping their transformation become more effortless. I guess it makes me think about the word God that some people choose not to use for those reasons. When I, when I looked in my intuition... I I chose to clean and transform the word of God and Mm. goddess within me to what is the most pure love that version that it could be for me. And I have not found uh, many words except the infinite possibilities of unknown and the divine of inner source energy. Those um, have a more... For me, I am encoded in my makeup to really work with those. And believe me, I've explored, you know, God and goddess, what that activates for me inside of my my body. And it definitely activated a, a, a whole bunch of uh, history that um, I started to see a uh, slight decline in my <laughs> in my ability to remain open so I, I knew that the words within me needed to be shifted because we really are already god and goddesses it's just that we're not aware that we are that part that part and particle that that piece of the original diamond that piece of the original crystal that is is so purely transparent we have that piece of us is not aware of itself within us yet yet i like that 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 was a great word (laughs) you just use it (laughs) if you knew you would die soon meaning losing leaving the body would you make any change in your life or do anything differently i believe that i would spend more time with the waters, with earth, with the birds, the trees, just really go as inward as I possibly can and give love, even more love. Even if I had more to squeeze out of this body, you know, I would would just resonate that as much as I possibly can. Yeah, I love that. And it doesn't mean traveling. I don't want to, you know, I travel the world and journey in my in my inner space anyways. That's not really important to me. What's important to me is I know 
somewhere deep inside of me that when I go, quote unquote, home, I know that I'm going to a place where I might be reevaluating all of my journeys here in this body. What is it that I really want to give? Well, I'm going to be giving all of my love that I possibly can, because that's why I'm here. You know, I knew that a long time ago that I was born for the purpose of raising the consciousness of plant of the planet. And if that's my true divine destiny and I'm not attached to that, then that will be fulfilled within me every moment that I am here. Beautifully said. And my last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? That I am healthy, that I am happy, and that I am in harmonic resonance with my true divine inner source energy. Thank you so much for your presence, your um, awareness, aliveness, your love. Thank you for the wisdom and the mission. Thank you for your work. Thank you, Juliana. I have one more technical question for you. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? The best place to find me is on my website, which is my name, julianaquijano.com. And I have several social media spots that I like to um, go to to play with. And one of them that I do create a lot of um, live Facebook's uh, inspiration is on my Facebook page, which is Juliana Quijano 1111. So you can find me there mostly on those two places playing around. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Love the words you add right at the end, playing around. Yeah, right. The dance. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much again, Juliana. (laughs) And we'll talk soon. (laughs) Bye for now. Yeah, love you. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Juliana Quijano and her work, please visit julianaquijano.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Vickrock. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now. Mm-hmm.